0: Linton Leadership and Management Consulting is a veteran-owned and operated consulting company based out of Sevierville, Tennessee, with a local, national, and global reach. At Linton Leadership and Management Consulting, we provide leadership, human performance, and management consulting services, as well as coaching to companies of any size on methods to improve performance in their organizations. One-on-one coaching and mentoring is available to all individuals at any level of your organization. Additionally, large and small group seminars can be conducted... In these seminars, information on leadership tactics and techniques is shared, best practices discussed, and team-building exercises are conducted, all of which serve to highlight methods on ways to increase the team's and the individual's performance. You can email the show to get the conversation started on exploring ways that we can work together to improve your team's performance. A significant discount will be offered to any Sevier County, Tennessee businesses. Welcome to the Weekend Update for Liberty Leadership and Lies with Larry Linton, coming to you from the Goat Locker Studio in Sevierville, Tennessee. For local news and events, a great group of patriotic Christians hold a weekly Biblical Worldview meeting every Tuesday at 11 a.m. and 6 p.m. at the Sevierville Christian Center. It is located at 1187 Ernest McMahon Road in Sevierville. As iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. Show up for some great fellowship and some sharpening. If you listened to my last full episode, you heard that my baby girl and the executive producer of the podcast and all things social media, the wonderful and talented Kaylee got engaged to her longtime boyfriend and now fiancé, Eric. Now, Kaylee and Denise have already started working feverishly to plan a wedding. This has been something Denise has been looking forward to since the day Kaylee was born. I'll fill my role in this as well. Let's be honest here at this point in the process, I'm merely the finance guy, right? But our house is filled with joy right now. I want to thank everybody that emailed the show or commented on social media with their congratulations. They are sincerely appreciated. Also locally, the Constitutional Conservatives will be co-hosting a Right to Life rally on Saturday, 26 June at 10 a.m. here in downtown Sevierville. Dr. Mark Newman, a nationally recognized speaker and author, will be the keynote speaker. I will keep you informed about the event as we get closer. Again, if you've ever asked yourself, what can I do about an out-of-control government, get involved with these groups that I mentioned. It is easier to stand in the arena with courageous men and women beside you, ready to fight the good fight. For state news, I reached out via email to set up a phone call with that state representative that I must have angered with my comments about living up to an oath. Still no response as of yet. His knickers must be twisted still. I'll try again next week. For a small win, the state's education commissioner, Dr. Penny Schwinn, issued a clarification about providing the vaccine to children as young as 12 years of age. She came out and contradicted some big government edict from the state's commissioner of health, Dr. Lisa Piercy, that children could get the vaccine under the mature minor doctrine without parental consent. Talk about a huge government overreach there especially with regards to an experimental, emergency-use-only vaccine. Dr. Piercy took the mature minor doctrine and completely twisted it to her own ends. Anyway, the Education Commissioner put out guidance the other day after some patriots in the state legislature forced her hand on the issue. Senator Janice Bowling to the rescue again, safeguarding our constitutional rights and protecting our children. The guidance put out states that a school must receive written parental consents before administering medical care, regardless of the age of the student. Dr. Piercy wanted to take medical decisions out of the hands of the parents and put it under the control of government. Absolutely disgusting. She should be chased out of Nashville, heck, out of Tennessee completely. Maybe go to California or New York where her big government control views are more tolerated. In fact, she's a tyrant that should never be in a position that is charged with the health of any American, let alone our children. Also, Governor Lee signed a bill that he called constitutional carry into law. We have discussed this bill in the past. While it is not true constitutional carry, it is getting closer. As a reminder, only support candidates for office that truly understand the Constitution. For far too long, we've been putting the wrong people into office. That needs to end. It's also quite evident that our electorate is absolutely confused or uneducated about the Second Amendment. They will cite Supreme Court decisions limiting this constitutionally protected right. They do not appreciate the irony that one branch of the federal government interprets in several different ways the meaning and the reasoning behind the Second Amendment. They always fail to go back to the contemporary writings of the men who drafted the Bill of Rights. Instead, they rely on the modern interpretations of words and their meanings. The meaning of the words, shall not be infringed, should be plain to everybody. While everybody but liberals who are intent on limiting individual freedom and to grow the power of government, In national news, well, it seems that it's all filled with Dr. Fraudchi and his emails this week. Hillary Clinton should have talked to Dr. Fraudchi as soon as the Freedom Information Act request hit his desk. We all know how she handles emails. If you haven't had the chance to read some of those emails, please do. These bureaucrats and their usurper employers, along with the enabling media handlers, need to pay for what they did to this country and the world. They used our sweat equity to create this virus and allowed it to be unleashed on us. Also, somebody needs to explain to me why an email from Mark Zuckerberg of Facebook to Dr. Fraudji needs to have portions of it redacted by the government. What did those two discuss that has national security considerations that would require redacting of portions of the email? Remember, zuckerberg ponied up a lot of money for mail-in balloting during the last election cycle i'm somewhat glad to hear that delegations from pennsylvania and georgia are traveling to arizona to observe the audit going on there some good lessons to be learned in order to conduct their own audits time will tell but the election fraud conspiracy might be on par with a pandemic conspiracy remember it's not a paranoid if they really are watching or cheating You and I. Until next week, this has been the weekend update of Liberty Leadership and Lies with Larry Linton. Stand in the arena. Reveille, it's time to wake up.